I'm Wendy Diaz, an associate here at the Kessler Law Firm, and welcome to the Kessler Law Firm podcast. Today, we'll be talking about guardianships and conservatorships. Guardianships happen when someone, either an adult or a minor, needs assistance in taking care of their financial needs. Guardianships are appointed by the court, and the person that is taking care of the, the person is called a ward. So we have a ward and a guardian. When a minor is a ward, it's generally because one of two things are going on. The first one is their parents have passed away and there is an estate issue going on and the court appoints someone to ensure that the estate is taken care of appropriately. Another way a minor is a ward for a guardianship is when they are receiving proceeds from a lawsuit and the amount of money exceeds what the statute allows. For an adult guardianship, it generally happens when the adult can't take care of him or herself due to some sort of incapacity. Guardianships are generally done as a last resort because the court wants to make sure that all the other options have been taken care of because they are least restrictive. Some of those options can be a power of attorney or a health care proxy. Guardianships happen in one of two ways. They can be voluntary or involuntary. A voluntary guardianship is when the adult has some capacity, but not full capacity to be able to take care of him or herself. And they ask the court to appoint someone to take care of the things that he or she can't take care of. An involuntary guardianship is when the ward cannot take care of the, him or herself and the family member steps in and asks the court to appoint someone in order to take care of all the aspects of property, legal, and health. There are also limited guardianships and plenary guardianships, or absolute. A limited guardianship is when the court finds that the ward is able to do some things, but not everything for self-care, and the court doesn't have to have pre-written instructions for day-to-day -day activities. A plenary or an absolute guardianship is where all of the legal duties of the ward are given to the guardian, and then the guardian takes care of all the aspects of property, legal, and health care because the ward cannot take care of him or herself. All guardianships, whether it's for an adult or a minor, are covered under Chapter 744 of the Florida Statutes. Brittany right now is going on having a guardianship. I know um, a lot of the things in the news call a conservatorship. She is in California. We are in Florida. So it could be what they refer to as a guardianship over there. They just refer it as a conservatorship. A conservatorship in the state of Florida is similar as to kind of what Carol Baskins did. Conservatorships are when someone is taking care of the estate for someone who is absent, such as someone who is presumed dead, missing in action, mentally deranged, or has some sort of mental illness that they cannot take care of him or herself. Under Florida law, if you're a member of the armed services, in order for a family member to ask for a guardianship, they would have to prove the service member is missing in action, captured by the enemy, or they're detained or besieged in a neutral country. In order for the party to show the court why they should be the conservator, they have to show that if the person is deceased, they would have an estate interest, 
they would need financial support from the absentee and they meet the legal definition of an absentee in chapter 747 Florida statutes. They also have to show a description of the circumstances where the absentee person went missing. So for example, Carol Baskins had to show the court how or why her husband may have gone missing and the circumstances of why he may have gone missing. Secondly, a potential guardian would have to show the reasons why the petitioner should be appointed, whether there's the relationship or um, whether it's a familiar relationship or a business relationship. Lastly, the person would have to show all of the absentee's property that would be in a state. Anything that would go to probate, the potential guardian would have to show the court, this is everything that the absentee owns. And this is everything that we would like to take care of until him or her shows up or until the court really does presume this person to be dead. In both guardianships and in conservatorships, a guardian ad litem is appointed. A guardian ad litem tends to be an attorney, doesn't have to be, but in most places it is. And that person's sole job is to make sure that the interests of the ward are met. They don't necessarily represent that person as their attorney, but they do make sure that their interests are protected and taken care of. In Brittany's situation, the guardian in this case is her father. She's wanting to remove her father. And in Carol Baskin's case, she did become the guardian of that conservatorship and was able to retain the property of the cat rescue that her and her husband owned at the time. So that's the difference between guardianships and conservatorships. Just as a brief recap for the guardianships, the person is here. It could be a minor or an adult. They just are somewhat incapacitated and they just need some help. And for a conservatorship, the person is just deemed missing and family and friends wanna make sure that their affairs in regards to property and legal are taken care of. Thank you so much for watching this podcast. Please check us out on all of your Audibles, Spotify's, all of your subscription bases, and hope to see you next time.